Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Optimist. I'm your host, Dean Pavlou, once again, and I'm here today, uh, day before MLB opening day, uh, to give you some predictions on what I think will happen uh, in each of the divisions and how I think it will play out. And yeah, I'm ready to get it going now. So let's get that started. Uh, First up, I have the NL East. And the NL East predictions, uh, they are a little tough because you have three teams who are really good. Uh, You have the Phillies, Mets, and Braves, uh, who are all going to be in the mix this year. Obviously, Mets coming off a year in which they won 101 games. The Braves, same thing, won 101 games and won the division. Stole it away from the Mets with their insanely hot second half. And then you have the Phillies, who made that run to the World Series, came up short against the Houston Astros. But all very good teams. And this is how I had it play out. I have the Phillies coming in first place at 162. I think they're going to win 100 games this year uh, behind manager Rob Thompson, who, you know, helped propel them a lot in the second half of the season and going into the postseason. So I think he did a great job and the rest of the team rallied around him and played incredibly well uh, in the second half of the season. Now in second place, I have the New York Mets uh, coming in at 98 and 64. You know, the Mets, uh, they had a great regular season, but it was derailed by the Atlanta Braves who, I mean, you you can't make up what they did. I mean, they had an insanely good uh, second half of the season and they in their last I want to say 82 games they went like 67 and 15 something crazy but uh, yeah I mean that's what really derailed the Mets season Uh, and I think they lost even even before the Padres series that was when it was lost so um was when the Braves came back on them. But I have the Mets coming in in second place again this year at 98 and 64. And it's crazy because, you know, 101 games as they won last year should get you to win the division. And 98 wins should get you to win the division too. But I have the Mets uh, losing the division once again, but I have them making the playoffs at 98 and 64. Now, Ariel uh, said, what do you think of the Dodgers and Padres? And I I will get to that very shortly uh, with my predictions on them. In third place uh, for the NL East, I have the Braves at 92 and 70. Uh, They're going to be a great team once again. Still have Michael Harris um, and some other young studs, Vaughn Grissom. Uh, and good pitching, too, with Max Freed uh, and Spencer Strider. So I have them coming in third place this year, but making the playoffs. I have three teams out of the NL East making the playoffs, three out of the five 
uh, in the Phillies, Mets, and Braves. Um, so, yeah. And then in fourth, I have the Miami Marlins coming in at 78 and 84. I think they're uh, primed to have a decent year, but in the division they're in, it's going to be really tough. But I really like some of the pieces they have. Sandy Alcantara, who will be the opening day starter against the Mets tomorrow. Uh, Jazz Chisholm. So they have some pieces. Uh, Jesus Sanchez is another guy. But they have some pieces, but they still have a long way to go, uh, especially in the division they're in. And then finishing it off in fifth and last place is the Nationals. I think they will go 60 and 102. So I think they'll have 100-plus losses again this year. Now uh, to the NL West we go. Uh, I have the Padres winning the division this year out of the NL West and dethroning the Dodgers uh, for first place in the division. I really like what the Padres did this offseason and what they continue to build. Uh, you know, it all started with Manny Machado when they got him, uh, I want to say, five or six years ago now. Um, and then, you know, they've just kept on building. They got Fernando Tatis in the draft. And, you know, he's had a couple PED suspensions, but he'll be back a little later this year. Only going to miss 20 games. So he'll be back. They got Sander Bogarts this offseason, who's a very good player, uh, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, can hit you 20 or 30-plus home runs, and is a good fielder as well. Have Drake, Jake Cronenworth, excuse me, who is underrated, uh, the second baseman for San Diego. He can play, uh, gets big hits. So I like what the Padres have to offer. And, you know, you know pitching-wise, they have Blake Snell, they have Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, who gives the Mets fits. So I like what the Padres have to offer, and that's why I have them winning the division this year over the Dodgers. But I still have the Dodgers having a good year. I think uh, Los Angeles will finish 96-66. and 66. Uh, You know, they have uh, some good pieces still. Uh, they lost Trey Turner, which is a huge loss. But, again, they still have Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Gavin Lux. Or, I think Gavin Lux got hurt, actually. Uh, but, you know, still have Chris Taylor. And, you know, they still have some good pieces. I don't know when uh, Walker Bueller is supposed to return. But I still like what they have to offer. And I have them making the playoffs at 96 and 66, but in second place this year. So, um, just like what happened two years ago when they lost uh, to the Dodgers by one game, I think they'll lose by a little more than they did um, against uh, the Giants. I think they'll um, lose by lose the division by six games, as I have the Padres going 102 and 60. And, yeah, so Pete says, big ups, Mookie Betts playing Baseball and bowling. Yeah, he's a he's a really good bowler. Uh, he's bowled a couple 300s. I've, I've seen that. He's he's a really good bowler. Does it for uh, charity and stuff. So that's really cool. But yeah, so I, I like that too. 
that's cool. And he's a heck of a baseball player. So, yeah. So then next up, I have the Giants coming in at 84 and 78. You know, it was a, um, it was a tough offseason uh, for the Giants. You know, they, they thought they had Correa, and then the physical fell through. And the same thing happened with the Mets. And then they thought they were going to get Aaron Judge. And then he ended up going back to the Yankees. So, you know, it was a, it was a tough offseason for them. Uh, they ended up getting Michael Conforto, who I think will help them out a lot. But I have them just missing the playoffs at 84 and 78. Uh, I think they'll come up shy of making the postseason. So then next up, we have the Diamondbacks at 78 and 84. Uh, Arizona still has a ways to go. Uh, they still have they have some good young pieces in Corbin Carroll and some other good players, but you know I think they still have a little ways to go, and you know I don't see them making the postseason in the next couple of years, but you know they have some good young pieces, and then at the bottom I have the Rockies finishing at seventy two and ninety, you know. Um, they got Chris Bryant a couple years back, still have Charlie Blackman, but I would look for them to maybe trade him if they're not in the mix, uh, this year. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. Let's see here. Um, Charlie Blackman. Yep, he's still he's still going. I I was thinking to myself, oh, did he retire? No, he's still he's still going. So uh Charlie Blackman is on the uh Rockies once again. So uh yeah, they still have Blackman, they have Bryant for the second year now, but you know, playing in that altitude and everything and you know, they just always seem to have a tough time. No pitchers wanna go there because of the fact that the balls fly out of there. So, you know, it's it's tough for them to get free agents and everything like that. So, yeah. And then Pete said, considering our preseason, I'm concerned too. Uh, who is that about, the, the Mets or the Yankees? Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so now... Uh, we're going to head to the NL Central. And in first place, I have the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the Yankees. You know, um, thanks for bringing that up. The, thanks for bringing that up, Pete. Um, the Yankees, you know, they brought up Anthony Volpe, uh, the New Jersey kid. I think that he's going to be great for them. Um, you know, he looked great in spring training and made some made a couple of really great plays in the field yesterday against the Nationals. Uh, so he looks great, and I'm excited to see what he brings to the Yankees. Uh, they needed another bat in there, and, you know, after what happened with Isaiah Kiner-Falefa last year, and he did not look good uh, at shortstop, they needed a guy that, you know, 
could help them and can be that spark plug because they really haven't had that in a couple years. So I looked for him to be that guy in their lineup. You know, Judge, uh, obviously he had 62 home runs last year, but that's not going to happen again. You know, but I think you could expect at least 35 to 40 home runs from him, especially in Yankee Stadium. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, definitely. But I like uh, the addition of Rodon. You know, hopefully for the Yankees, he's back soon. Uh, he got injured. But, you know, uh, the Yankees will definitely be in the playoffs again, for sure. So we'll see what happens there and how far they can go in the playoffs. But as for the NL Central, I have the Cardinals uh, coming in first place at 88-74. and 74. They picked up uh, all-star catcher Wilson Contreras, stole him from the Cubs. I like that pickup a lot. Uh, you know, he is a great defensive catcher and, you know, hits home runs. Look at his stats from last year. So last year he batted 243 with 22 home runs and struck out 103 times, but drove in 55 and yeah, hit 22 home runs. So, you know, that's a good season. You get 20 plus home runs from your catcher. That's not easy to do. So, you know, that's a great pickup. That's a great pickup. Uh, One of the best hitting catchers in baseball. Behind, in my opinion, only JT Rumoto of the Phillies. So that's a great pickup for St. Louis, and he'll help them a lot. And, you know, they seem to find, you know, great pitchers. I mean, great catchers, excuse me, uh, every year. I mean, they've had Yadier Molina for the longest time, and now they have Contreras to take over for him. So, yeah. So. Then next up, I have the Brewers coming in at 86 and 76, squeaking into the playoffs. Um, you know, still have Yelich, uh, still have Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, uh, and you know, Kesson Her Kesson Hira, uh, their second baseman, has struggled, and you know he, they waived him. But now he's back in AAA. Uh, he started out so great for them, but you know, just hasn't found it in the past couple years. So, yeah, we'll see. We're, we'll see where they are. You know, but Yelich is the main guy. If he has a great season, uh, the rest of the team will follow, and I expect them to squeak into the playoffs this year. So let's. Let's look at the Brewers. So the Brewers have, they have Jesse Winker. Uh, they got Willie Adamas a couple years back to be their shortstop. They have Luis Urias, who, you know, looked great in the World Baseball Classic, hit a big home run for Mexico, and, you know, had a great World Baseball Classic. So there's that. Uh I thought they waived Luke Voigt, but it says he got a couple at-bats here. 
But again, yeah, I expect them to squeak into the playoffs at 86 and 66. Then next up, uh, I have the Cubs at 84 and 78. I think they'll be on the outside looking in this year. They'll be better than last year. You know, I like that pickup of Dansby Swanson, who had a great year for the Braves last season. And then Cody Bellinger on a one-year prove-it deal. I I like that as well. I think he can do some really good things for Chicago. Um, but I don't really trust in their pitching. Uh, you know, they have they have Marcus Stroman, who's a former Met. Um but Andrew Smiley, but I don't I don't like uh their pitching as a whole. So I have them on the outside looking in. But they're going to be a pretty fun team to watch. Uh, you know, as I said, Swanson and Bellinger are great pickups, but I don't think they have enough. I think people are, from what I've seen, buying into them. But, you know, I, I just, I don't see it this year. I don't see it. I think they'll be an above average team, but not good enough to be a postseason team. And then in last place, I have the Reds. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, the Reds are, you know, not a great team this year. And, you know, I think they're gonna, they're gonna struggle, um, a lot. So I have the Reds coming in last place in the NL Central. Um. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about the Pirates. The Pirates. Um, yeah, I almost forgot about the Pirates. Sorry about that. Um, the Pirates, I think, will... Um, I think they'll be in fourth place behind the Cubs. Uh, you know, they picked up McCutcheon. And, you know, I think they'll. I think they'll come in fourth place right in front of the Reds and behind the Cubs. So I got the Pirates finishing in fourth. Then uh, in the AL East, the last division, or no, the, the um, yeah, the AL East, my apologies. Um, the AL East, I have the Yankees finishing in first place at 92 and 70. Uh, you know, I think Judge is going to have another great year. And... I like what Volpe brings to the table and you know with that with that stadium in Yankee Stadium a lot of home runs are hit and the Yankees year in and year out prove that you know it helps them uh so yeah I like what this team has to bring to the table and I think they'll win the division coming in second behind them I have the Blue Jays at 90 and 72, they're going to keep on growing. I like what they did in the rotation this year. They got Chris Bassett to go along with Alec Manoa. And some of the other good pitchers they have on their roster. Let's look. I can't think off the top of my head um, who the other pitchers are. But let's see here. Uh, yeah, they still have 
UC Kikuchi, Hunjin Ryu, who's looking for a bounce back season, Chris Bassett, and Alec Manoa. So that's that's a formidable rotation. That's a formidable rotation. Obviously, Manoa can be a Cy Young candidate. Um, you know, Bassett, I mean, he was good for the Mets last year. I, I liked him. I I was hoping they could hold on to him, but you know, he left uh for a better deal with the Blue Jays. So I like that pickup for Toronto. They still have Jose Barrios, who's looking to find it uh, for the Blue Jays. Hasn't really found his form yet with them. Obviously, he was great with Minnesota, but just hasn't found his form with Toronto yet. And yeah, so you're looking at a formidable rotation for the Blue Jays. And obviously, on the offensive side, you have Vlad Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, um, Brandon Belt, they picked up. Kevin Kiermeyer, underrated pickup right there. George Springer, if he stays healthy, is great. Uh, and then underrated, but uh, Dolan Varsho, formerly of the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think is a great player. Um, can hit, can run, so I like what he brings to the table. So look out for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think they're going to have a great year. And I wouldn't be surprised that they... Stole the division from the Yankees. Uh, again, I still have the Yankees winning the division, but the Blue Jays are going to be a force this year for sure. Much better than last year. And also another player is Alejandro Kirk, who I like as well. So we'll see what happens. But this AL East race is going to be fun. And then, um, so you have Yankees and Blue Jays coming in both with 90-plus wins. Then I have the Rays uh, coming in at 86 and 76, squeaking into the postseason. Uh, you know, they always find a way. Um, you know, Kevin Cash and his team, they always find a way to get the job done. And, yeah, I like what the Rays have to offer. And I think they're going to squeak into the playoffs at 86 and 76 so let's just look at their roster real quick obviously they have randy orozarena um who was great in the world baseball classic for mexico um robbed the home run had some big hits so um obviously mexico fell short to japan who won the world baseball classic but he was the shining star for mexico uh, you also have uh, Wander Franco, who's uh, a great young shortstop for Tampa Bay. Tyler Glasnow, Shane McClanahan, who was in the Cy Young talk last year, uh, didn't win it. Obviously, Justin Verlander came away with those honors uh, now with the New York Mets. Um, but McClanahan was good last year uh, for the Rays. So... I like what he brings to the table. And then you have Yandy Diaz still, Jose Siri, Brandon Lau, who I like. Um, yeah, so, and they always seem to roll out these players and, you know, just find a way to win. So, it should be interesting to see what goes on for the Rays this year. And then, 
the last two teams in the AL East. I have the Red Sox at 82, uh, 80 and 82, excuse me. Uh, you know, they didn't bring back Xander Bogarts, who I think, you know, they had to bring back. I mean, what he brings to the table, both on the offensive side of the ball and defense, it's just, you know, it's really bad that they weren't able to bring him back. They did re-sign Rafael Devers, however, to an 11-year deal worth uh, $330 million, I believe. Let me just fact check that. But I like them re-signing him and him becoming the face of the Red Sox. But again, I thought they had to keep Bogarts to keep a uh, formidable team together. It was, yeah, it was an 11-year deal worth $331 million, uh, which included $17.5 million for the 2023 season. So great to keep Devers, but again, they don't have enough this year. Uh, the pitching is not there again. They have Kenley Jansen now on the back end, which will help a little bit, but again, they just don't have enough. You know, Tristan Cassis, uh, the first baseman is climbing up through the ranks, but he's not ready yet. So we'll see what happens there. But again, they don't have enough. So I think they'll finish with a record of 80 and 82, falling short of the postseason. In last place, I have the Orioles finishing at 76 and 86. Um, again, another team. They don't have enough. Yeah, they had a good run last year. Almost made it to the postseason, but fell short. Adley Rutschman I like a lot. Uh, this pitcher, Grayson Rodriguez, um, he's he seems to be really good, but he's not ready yet. So, uh, again, they're, they're a young team. Maybe they'll be there in a couple years, but, again, still too young uh, to you know, be ready. So I think they'll finish in last place. Then the next division we have is the AL Central. In first place, I have the White Sox bouncing back. Obviously, they had a rough year last year, finished under 500, and just, you know, struggled mightily uh, throughout the season. And, you know, Tony LaRusso, you know, is really past his time. I, I don't know why they hired him, to be honest. But, you know, it was a tough year overall for Chicago, the south side of Chicago. As I'm sorry, they didn't finish under 500. They finished at 500 at 81 and 81. But I think they'll bounce back this year be in first place in somewhat of a weak division. The Guardians are pretty good. You know, they gave the Yankees a run for their money last year in the divisional round of the postseason. So I like the Guardians too, but the rest of those teams, the Twins, Tigers, Royals, not that good. So it's really going to be a two-team race. Uh, maybe a three-team race with the Twins, we'll see. But... It'll be a two- or three-team race, but it'll mainly be the Guardians and White Sox 
in the mix. So I have the White Sox finishing in first place at 87 and 75. In second place, I have the Guardians finishing at 85 and 77, squeaking into the postseason. Uh, they re-signed Andres Jimenez to a big deal. He came over in the Francisco Lindor trade from the Mets. He can field, and he's really grown as a hitter as well. Uh, you know, they have Oscar Mercado, who had some big hits in the postseason last year, that big home run uh, to get them to the divisional round. So, And then they have Tristan McKenzie, but McKenzie... Just went down with a big injury, so he'll miss some time. So that, that's a big loss for them, and that factored into my decision of giving them second place and not first place because McKenzie can pitch. Uh, but they still have Shane Bieber, uh, who I like a lot, and Zach Plezak. So we'll see what happens there, but I have them finishing in second. Then in third place, I have the Minnesota Twins. Finishing at 83 and 79. Let's look at their roster and what they have to offer this year. Uh, yeah, so they they got Correa. Obviously, the deal that fell through with the Giants and Mets, and Correa got a much lesser deal. With the Twins, it was six years, $210 million. Uh, but, you know, if he stays healthy, that's a great deal for the Twins. But if two teams had a problem with Correa's medical uh, in the Giants and Mets, then, you know, something must have 